So I'm going to get right into this. I've got a white hot word for you. In 2021, let's learn to overlay God's manifold wisdom and his manifold grace on all the manifold temptations, all the manifold diseases, all the manifold and strange doctrines we see floating around. Let's believe God for his manifold, super abundant help. Now, manifold is a word that I want to talk to you about, but I want to pray first. Lord, open the eyes of our hearts and help us to have some really good time in the scriptures and and guide us, I pray. Give me direction, Lord. Please help me in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I love the word manifold. I saw this in Ephesians, and I'd like you to turn to Ephesians chapter 3, and I want to look at this. It's translated uh, in different words. This Greek word appears 10 times in the New Testament. Now, in the Septuagint, which was the Old Testament translated into Greek, the word manifold was used to describe Joseph's coat of many colors, and that it meant it had variety. It meant that, you know, whereas most clothing was just um, solid, they were just solids, uh, but he had, a, he had something different, something fresh, something manifold. And I want to talk to you about what the Lord is doing right now. I feel my friend Dick Mills wrote this down about 20 years ago. He said, in the ending of the church age, there will be yet new demonstrations of divine wisdom. This means that all the shades and hues of God's manifold wisdom have not yet been exhausted. In the days ahead, we will be seeing new expressions of divine wisdom never before displayed. Be ready for new dimensions of God's many-colored and much-varied wisdom. The word manifold is, I think, very interesting. It's a word that, in the automotive world, a number of pipes all go into one place. And um, there's a manifold on your car. There's another way you could say it, multifaceted. You could say various, variety. I think God is interested in variety because he's made us all so different. There are no two of us alike in here. And um, our fingerprints, our irises, our different dimensions of our lives, we are, God apparently is interested in variety. And if you read in the, in the New Testament, you read about the body of Christ, um, that we, we can't say to each other, we have no need of you. We, are, we need each other. And if you let this kind of thought expand, th- this came to me as a young dad. God spoke to my heart, you know, it, it train up a child the way they should go, and I'm their dad, you know, and uh, eventually I'll, our relationships will change where there will be a friendship later on as we mature. But right now, I'm their disciplinarian, I'm their trainer. But God, at the same time, when, he was, when I was seeing that, he gave me another aspect of it. And he said, hey, take your kids seriously because occasionally I'll speak to you through them. Well, then that flipped the awareness to me about the manifold grace of God and the manifold wisdom of God, that this isn't just a one-way thing. God has all this interworking. This is my attitude toward the body of Christ. I, I realize that church movements, denominations, groups of people, that have the new birth and have the word of God, you know, they've had different experiences. They've had God manifest himself 
through the variety of time, through the Reformation, that showed forth a certain color. John Wesley and the revivals that he had, and then also Charles Finney, those had a different hue. There's restoration. There are different things that have happened, different movements and things that have taken place throughout time. Well, I'm convinced that this message I'm preaching is general, where just we can trust biblically that when there's manifold heaviness from manifold temptation, there's manifold deliverance. That where sin abounds, grace does much more abound. Where there's a manifold marriage problem, there's a manifold wonderful counselor help solution. When there's manifold financial stress, there's manifold provision. In fact, one time I saw this, you know, God revealed to me, look, I, I want to bless my people so much that I've created tithes, offerings, alms. There's so many ways I've, I've designed for my people to be in the flow of the principles and the systems that, and the laws that govern the kingdom. And I've invited, I want to include you into all of them. Like, for example, cast your bread upon the water and it will return after many days. I mean, there, there's sometimes I've seen people have instant results. I've heard story after story from, the, from people in our church that I gave and then like ten, 10 minutes later, I got 100 times more from this unrelated thing. It's just, and they would share the story and I think, wow. And then like you, I would think, I wish that happened every time with every situation. But it just doesn't. We would then turn it into a thing, a sacred cow. Uh, that's why church services are different. That's why churches are different, you know, because God wants, he, he said, hey, look, man, there's manifold potential here. You know, Joseph wore a coat of many colors. I want the church to wear a coat of many colors. I want each believer to identify with the nuances and the ebbs and flows of things and uh, be yielded and be ready. And, and, and I, I think this message can inspire you to trust God that one way or another, blessings are going to come upon you and they're going to overtake you. So now, again... In 2021, I I want us to learn how to overlay God's manifold wisdom and God's manifold grace on the manifold temptations, the manifold diseases, the manifold and strange doctrines, and all the things that try to assail us. So let's look here in in, uh, uh, Ephesians chapter 3, and I'm going to read from verse 7. You should read the whole chapter. It's talking about Paul's calling as an apostle, and he says that, He was made a minister according to the gift of God's grace. In other words, he didn't assign himself to it. It wasn't a vocation he picked. He didn't take a personality test or a bunch of people told him how he had an aptitude toward this. He he was called to reveal God's son. It said in Galatians chapter 1, God was pleased to reveal his son in me. So he, in fact, he didn't even go to uh, Jerusalem or to the people that were, uh, you know, power group. He went to Arabia and he went to seek after God. You know, he didn't do it in his own power. God had called him. And it says here that um, it was according to the gift of God's grace, which was given to me according to the working of his power. Isn't that great? According to the working of his power. He said in another place, he said, uh, you know, I've worked yet not I, but the grace of God in me. And uh, that's, that's that's the grace that we have today. I want to talk to you about this manifold grace. Look, look what it gets ready to say here. To me, the very least of the saints. See, Paul's not branding and marketing and bragging and 
you know, faking it till he makes it. He's not dressing for success. He's not bragging. He's not selling himself. He's basically saying, man, I'm the least of, I'm the least of all the saints. Another place he said he was a chief of sinners. So he also on another place said, I'm a new creation in Christ. In another place he said, I'm guilty of no man's blood. So he just had a biblical perspective. You get a biblical perspective, it'll keep you from being insecure. People won't be able to bully you. You won't have crazy interior voices belittling you. You'll realize, you know what, I am what I am by the grace of God. And God's grace is powerful. And you young people start to tap into this. I want you to, in fact, I dedicate this meeting to everybody here, but particularly to the young. And I hope this, that you can grasp what I'm preaching. Basically what I'm trying to say to you is, God will help us when things get weird, we can trust that God will help us. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying, okay? So as I'm saying stuff, forgive me if I get complicated. I don't want to get complicated, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be going on this flow here. And uh, here's what Paul said about it. He said, to me, the very least of all the saints, this grace was given to me to preach the, to the Gentiles the unfathomable riches of Christ. Unfathomable. That means you can't measure it. It's just goes and goes and goes. And to bring to light what is the administration of the mystery, which for ages has been hidden in God, who created all things. So Paul is now, and, and the mystery of the ages is Christ in you, the hope of glory. That the mystery was that, that previously the Holy Spirit would occasionally come upon, say, Samson to defeat the Philistines, or David to kill Goliath, or on a, a Saul, he, he prophesied among them and he was changed into another man. Uh, do whatever the occasion requires for God is with you. But now God is in you. That's a trip. That's the big deal. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 says, we have this treasure in an earthen vessel. You could be a 13-year-old person. You could be a teenager. You could be, uh, I don't know how old Sophia is right now, but she's taken on the call on her young life and it's, it's, uh, God has super abundant grace corresponding to each and every one of our lives. And in the case of Paul, he's saying, man, grace and peace be multiplied to you. I've got this because of God's grace. And in fact, he says, to bring to light what is the administration of the mystery, which is hidden from the ages, so that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and authorities in heavenly places. Say manifold grace of God. Say manifold wisdom of God. The multifaceted, variable hue. How many of you have ever played around with a prism? Who's ever played around with a prism? How many of you guys like the, the amazing prism effect of the rainbow up in the sky, the colors? It's just amazing. Sometimes they're so vivid, they double, and you can see them all the way to the, you know, sometimes a circle. When I was a teenager, an album cover came out, uh, Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd, all right? If you don't know what a prism is, go look that up. That's one of the better iconic album covers in the history of rock and roll, you know? And, um, but for me, it goes beyond that because the prism effect is just a wonderful phenomenon in nature. It's, it, it shows that God's got more going on than meets the naked eye. And that you get a prism in there and light hits it and all of a sudden there are all these colors. What? And um, I just think that manifold has aspects of that. We, we need to understand that God is 
always looking for people that will trust him regarding this and that will get up and say, okay, God, you've got something called uh, manifold wisdom, multifaceted, varying hue wisdom. I'm interested in it. Let's look at that verse 10. So that the manifold wisdom of God might be now, now be made known to the church, through the church to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. In fact, God is basically doing a prism effect through the church to display to the world of darkness what the light has done in our lives. And that God wants to intensify his love and life and light through you and then manifest himself in very unique ways. See, you've got to reread 1 Corinthians 12, 13, and 14 and read about how there are varieties of ministries. Let's look at this. We should turn there since we're so close. Just back a little bit, 1 Corinthians, and let's go to, oh, chapter uh, 12, chapter 12. And it says here, I love this. I've always loved this. He talks about spiritual gifts and how we should hunger after the things of the Spirit. And he says, um, you know that when you were pagans, you were led astray to the mute idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one, and then he's talking about no one speaking by the Spirit of God says Jesus is accursed and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So they put out a, you know, a clarifier in this pagan world to kind of discern and bring people into a place where they're acknowledging Jesus. And then he says, now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God who works all things in all persons. How many of you remember that Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon album cover? Okay. I want you to Google it and I want you to meditate on it. Not not in some spooky way, but just look at the artistry of it and just think about you being that prism and God being the light and then the potential that as you just yield to him and trust him, uh, he'll manifest himself through you. He'll manifest himself through you. There's never been a greater need for the world to see each one of us functioning the way God originally intended for us to function. How many of you have ever driven a nail with the back of a screwdriver? I mean, you could do it, but if you miss, sorry, you're gonna get punctured on the pad of your hand. It's better, who who would say, this is tool time, who would say it's better to drive a nail with a hammer than with the back of a screwdriver, right? And, it's, and how many of you have ever tried to uh, screw in a, a slot-headed screw with the, the claw of a claw hammer? I have. Come on, you guys, admit it. So in other words, like I reckon, this is why I don't compare myself with, what, with other movements and other churches and other ministries. It's not wise to compare ourselves among ourselves. It just doesn't work out. Because just as soon as you start to do that, say, you've got a creative job, you learn some things from people, but you've got your flair. You know how to do what you do. And, and it, you don't have to just drop all of that and try to... And I, I was watching Carlos Santana. Carlos Santana learned a song from Peter Green. Peter Green was a Jewish, English, British guy that became a lover of the American blues. Unfortunately, he was one of the first casualties of the drug culture 
And it, he's still alive and he's still making great music. But he, Carlos Santana said, because he grew up in Tijuana, and I, I realized he was in Tijuana while I was in San Diego. He's 10 years older than me or nine years older. So we grew up in the same area, just about 35 miles apart. But then he got this, he got all this exposure to all these different types of music. And with Peter Green, he got this one particular song and there was a certain style. But then he said, Peter Green got a certain flavor from B.B. King. And then he, he said that other people had influences like Freddie King and Albert King, but he got influenced by B.B. King. But then he went off and he, he forged his own road in the way he expressed his guitar playing. Well, Carlos got inspired by that. Carlos picked it up, but then Carlos moved into a direction with all the different influences in his life, and then he is what he is. I had the opportunity to stand on the stage right behind his guitar tech and watch him go back and forth with guitars and watch how he did his thing. And his wife is the drummer and he's the player. And I just, and, and afterwards I talked to him and I, you know, and it was just fascinating that he's true to his particular style. And somebody said to him that sells amplifiers, or create, makes amplifiers, you know, actually, Carlos, what, Ever equipment you play through, it's you. See, say this with me. I am what I am by the grace of God. This is what I feel led to tell you today. That this is where if you want to get on something right now, get open to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Let the, the manifold wisdom of God overlay over all the confusion let the manifold grace of God overlay over all the temptations and all the pressure, all the winds of doctrine and all the strange things going on. And particularly, let the light beam love of God shine in your life and be true to who you are. You don't have to, look, don't try to be anybody else. That role's already taken. You be you. Look at somebody next to you and say, you be you. And I'll be me. In Christ, we'll walk in the Spirit, and we'll get far more accomplished if we stay in this dimension. I've had people try to control me, persuade me. I've even tried to persuade myself into some things in frustration. And then it's like, well, God, nevertheless, I want to trust you You're for your timing, for the, the, your will to come to pass, and he is trustworthy. I said he is trustworthy. So now the manifold wisdom of God might be made known by the church to the principalities and powers in the heavenly places. In fact, I think this is a, an important and even, well, it's a significant message. It's dangerous in the realm of the spirit to, against the forces of darkness because you become empowered, you become aware. God wants to manifest his manifold wisdom through the church, through you. And in fact, let's go to the book of James chapter one because this word is used again there. I think we should look at chapter one real quick. James, verse two. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, manifold, multifaceted trials. It says, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Now, I don't like, I don't like the idea that you gotta, you know, you gotta run for cardio. You gotta press weights. For, for muscle buildup. Uh, you know, it, it, we live in a sedentary world. It's like we just want to just rest, you know, but, but if we do, we'll atrophy. 
So we got to, the body in motion stays in motion. So you, and, and so as individuals, we've got to, there's nothing that can substitute for diet and exercise. We've got to eat right. We've got to drink water. We've got to get up and move around. I love to walk, you know, but, you know, I'll push it. I pushed myself up the hill after I got the mail. I came in with like three pieces of mail, <laughs> you know, and it was like not because of the weight of the mail. It was because of the angle of the hill. Thank you very much. But, you know, it's like, all right, that's the way it is. And that's the way it is here, that the testing of your faith produces endurance. And uh, we're to actually even count it all joy when we encounter various temptations, tests, and trials, knowing that that God's producing something in us, knowing that even the pressures, um, when when we stand on the promises of God through them, we'll see something emerge called confident faith, and we'll get results as, as we go forward. And let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. And if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. Now, this is an application for manifold temptations, tests, and trials, but we've just read in Ephesians about manifold wisdom. So there's, when there are manifold temptations, tests, and trials, we need to learn to understand that God intends to overlayer every one of them with manifold wisdom. And my wife is very practical. What should we do with this? What do we do in this situation? She's a, she loves to get to the solution, and I do too. But, but she does this in prayer. She gets specific, and the more she specifies, the more she gets specific results. And I want to tell you the manifold wisdom of God is very specific, very practical. I have found the Lord, who has found the Lord to be amazingly wonderful? Who would say, he's been good to me. He has answered my prayers a time or two. He's been with me in trouble. He's been with me when I was doing good and he helped me not to drift and he's helped me to stay on track and helped me not to get in fear, right? So we're to ask him, and, he, and but we're to ask him in faith without any doubting. For the one who doubts is like the surf of the sea driven and tossed by the wind. That For that man ought not to expect to receive anything from the Lord, being a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. So we've got to be adamant about this, pay attention to this, and let's make it in 2021, we're going to learn to overlay God's manifold wisdom on top of all the manifold temptations and on top of all the manifold hardships uh, because he, in fact, is faithful. While you're here, go to 1 Peter chapter 1. Verse 6, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6. And um, everybody say manifold. manifold. Chapter 1, verse 6. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, manifold temptations, various trials, so that the proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. So Peter said it, and James said it, separate from each other, virtually the same thing. Count it all joy when you encounter trials, the various temptations, tested trials, a manifold temptations, and overlay God's manifold wisdom. Remember, Ephesians 3.10 Paul was designed to reveal the manifold wisdom to the Gentiles, and then he's also given it to the church in that we have this opportunity 
to walk in a way that befuddles our enemy. That while we're walking with God, we, we win because God is showing us, hey man, count it all joy when you encounter manifold temptations, tests, and trials because I have manifold wisdom corresponding to each and every one of these situations. Wisdom for your job situation. Wisdom for a relationship situation. Wisdom for your finances. Wisdom for your health. Wisdom for the society that you're planted in. Where to go, what to do. And it boils down, and you can trust God in this. It's as cool as when light hits a prism and all the wonderful array of color comes out of it. God wants to manifest his glory in and through each one of you, and particularly those of you that feel a little bit heavied out right now. Wow. First Peter 1.6, yeah. It says in the King James, wherein you greatly rejoice, though now for a season, if need be, you are in heaviness through manifold temptation. Heaviness through, heaviness through manifold temptations. That's what it says in the King James. In the, in the New American, it says, distressed by various trials. Um, that heaviness, that distress, has anyone ever felt that? The whole world is feeling it right now. Concentrated right now, at this point, in our country. And so, yet, here we are. We are not allowed to turn a blind eye and a deaf ear to numb out and to just be in denial. But we're also not allowed, pay attention to this, to get upset, freak out, and yield to the heaviness and the distress to the level where we cave in. So what do we do? In 2021, I'm glad you asked, we're gonna learn to overlay God's manifold wisdom on each and every one of these things. And I'll just get practical with James chapter one. Count it all joy when you encounter trials. And I never really saw this till years into my walk with the Lord. And I'd read that verse a lot. But I think what it's really, because it says right after that, if you lack wisdom, ask God. It almost sounds like I've always read it like that and then that, because actually it's on the bottom page, part of this page and top part of this page of my, of my edition I've been using for 25 years. So that might be why in my mind I shifted subconsciously and just thought of it as a separate thought. Well, it's not a separate thought. It's like, I, so I connected it when it was written, it was written in scrolls, you know, and it didn't have chapters and verses. So there weren't even, you know, there's not even like um, the kind of grammar the English language has. So you just, you, you would have just seen that when you counter, encounter various trials, ask God for wisdom about every one of those blooming trials. Right. What do I do with this, Lord? What do I do with this? Right. And, and I'm telling you, it gets practical. That's why we're to pray without ceasing. That's why in Luke 18, 1, he said that to tell people to pray and not faint, not lose heart. And to pray in faith, not without any doubting. Well, so let, let's, let's look at a few more of these things. In Mark 1, you don't have to turn to this, Matthew 4, 24, and Luke 4, 40. Well, let, yeah, let's look at Mark 1, This is reiterated through the Gospels when it talks about manifold diseases. Jesus healed all manner of sickness and disease. So when sickness tries to attach your body, you need to overlay the manifold grace and wisdom of God onto those situations. There's a lady here tonight who's praying for her husband. I've been praying for her husband. There's some kids here tonight I'm praying for their parents. There's a guy here whose dad broke his right arm. I'm praying for the surgery next Friday. We're in faith together. That's just, then right, just right here, just right now. We're believing God. 
and we're overlaying the blessings of God. We're not in denial. We're not just going, you know, ignoring it, but we're also not caving in from the distress and the heaviness of the manifold temptation, right? Oh, hallelujah. I'm getting excited preaching up here. This is good, man. This is good stuff. Now, here's what it says in uh, Mark 134. And he healed many who were ill with various diseases. That word various, that's the word poikilos. That's the Greek word. Various, a multiplied variety. Uh, and he healed all manner of sickness and disease. There are places where they came to hear and they were healed. And he healed all manner of sickness and disease. He went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed of the devil. So let whatever the circumstance, whatever the situation, trust God that his manifold wisdom, his manifold grace, his manifold healing power will overlay on all these manifold diseases. You know, I had a friend in England. She told me that the COVID-19 has sort of morphed into a more virulent strain. It's like, okay. Two others, yeah. So let's believe God that God's manifold grace. See what I mean? It covered this one. Okay, now God, and the, you know, they make these vaccines. It's, well, it'll address this, but it really doesn't address this. It's like, oh, man. Well, but thank God that, that the, the, the word of the Lord is, is health to all our flesh. And I've shared this story. Bobby and Laura Myers' uh, daughter, Heather, had some kind of flesh-eating bacteria when she was a little baby. And, and there, there was a, a run of that. I remember in San Francisco, people had died from it. And she had a terrible, she was losing a couple inches of her muscles in, in, per hour. It was, real, it was ravaging her. She was feverish. She was convulsing. I, you know, I escorted her from the ER to the ICU with the mom and the nurse. And I, we were just running. I, she actually had me help push her down the, the hall. But, but when I got into the room, the dad said, Pastor Jeff, the doctor just told me that that IV bag addresses this, and that antibiotic addresses that. And this one over here, she had four or five of these trees with bags and aiming at this little tiny little girl in her little bitty arms, you know. And um, when, when he said all that, I, and he said this in case it's this. This one is for this in case it's this. And I thought, well, thank God these doctors are being so thorough. And, um, and then I turned to Bobby and I said, Bobby, in Proverbs 4, it says God's word is health to all our flesh. So where these, it's, it's wonderful. Thank God doctors keep Christians alive long enough so we could fulfill our calling. Thank God for that. But, right, but, but there we were saying wherever the gaps are, God's got them all covered. So we're going to overlay the manifold grace and the manifold wisdom of God on all the manifold diseases because we didn't know what it was at that point. Was it like an inverted chicken pock or was it, I still don't, they know, I guess, but I, you know, we fought and battled on that one and we got the victory. And she was at church here with her mask and her boyfriend and she's beaming and smiling and, you know, healthy. And I, that's, that's, that's what I'm believing God for. I am believing God for breakthrough. You know, and we, we might as well just understand the manifoldness of God. The multi... Look, diamonds aren't really cool till a jeweler puts, cuts it and puts facets on it. And when they put the facet, why do they put the facets on it? It's that prism effect, right? It's to pick up the light and just make it sparkle, right? 
So the devil, he tries to grind you down. He tries to make you miserable. God, you know, just say, okay, God, this is, this is going to just be another testimony, another tribute to your grace. God, we cannot lose. I wrote a poem in the car. I wasn't writing in the car. I wrote, I wrote it after I parked. Taylor was sitting next to me. He didn't get excited about it. I think he eventually will. <laughs> Babylon was weird for Daniel. Rome was weird for Paul. Egypt was weird for Joseph, but God helped them through them all. <laughs> right? Hold your applause till I'm finished with the poem. I'm still working on it. That's a little sliver of it. But it's true, isn't it? Look at how weird things were societally with Daniel, and yet God helped Daniel through the captivity, through imprisonment. Paul through the imprisonment in Rome. Joseph through the imprisonment in Egypt. But yet, Jesus sets us free. Paul and Silas, they got set free, and the Philippian jailer got saved. The Philippian jailer was dazzled by what God manifested when God overlaid the grace the manifold wisdom and the manifold grace. In fact, let's go to that manifold grace. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 10. I want, I want to get as practical as I can with you on this so you can see when you're tempted, God provides a way of escape and it'll help you out. The, the, the manifold temptations. There are so many vices that are all arrayed all over the place to get us sidetracked and hijacked off of a better life. And it's also bait to think this will improve our life. It will satisfy our need or make us feel better or whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then it always, it's like the beautiful lure that the bass follows and goes, dude, that thing is rattling and it's sparkling and it's wiggling and it's awesome. And then it has two treble hooks in it. Sometime I'll tell you about how I treble hooked Kurt Warner in the neck. First Peter chapter. On his birthday. Right before he had to go to, right before he had to go to summer uh, camp. But you'll admit, you, you want to ever hear it? Keep coming to church. You never know when I'm going to say it. First Peter chapter four, verse 10. Look at this. It says, as each one has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Did you see that? Everybody say the manifold grace of God. This is a convicting message and this is, there's a requirement to it because now that I'm downloading this to you, you are now having to understand that, oh, you have a stewardship with the manifold grace of God. It, that means responsibility that God has chosen to delegate such an amazing understanding to us, we better use it. So let's, in 2021, learn to overlay the manifold grace of God and the manifold wisdom of God over the manifold temptations, the manifold diseases, the manifold strange doctrines, the manifold weirdnesses and the pressures, heaviness, and the things that are distresses that come. And let's, let's just, we're not problem deniers, we're actually problem solvers. We, in order to ha solve a problem, you have to admit you have a problem. People that are going to have victory, the first step is admitting the problem and then overlaying God's promise 
on that particular situation, corresponding to that and saying, okay, God, I've got your word on it. I've sought the scriptures. I've sought and paid attention to you. I've prayed about this. And God, I am trusting you. I see this is in context. I'm not just pulling something out of context. It's, it's, I, I, I'm not trying to make it say something it doesn't say. I see it. I'm going I'm to follow the rules for biblical interpretation. And I'm, I'm going to study to show myself approved unto God, a workman who needs not to be ashamed, handling accurately and rightly dividing the word. Listen, this will explode in your head while you're driving home. As, as you're driving home, you're going to just realize the manifold grace of God is in my life. And he said here, as each has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Now, I've got something for you that's off my notes, but I want to say this to you. This 2021, quit thinking just about yourself and start thinking about helping others. Quit thinking just about yourself and Start thinking about helping others. Actually go out and find someone who needs the kind of help you can give and give it. That's what this is saying here. As each has received a special gift, employ it in serving one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Now, ponder this. You won't do it if you don't realize you have this treasure in an earthen vessel. You'll just kind of privatize, and that's what the devil is working to do right now, and that's what I'm working to undo. I'm working to crack this thing off of you. So like Paul went on the scene and he said, man, God is manifesting the manifold wisdom of God that, you know, has been hidden from the ages, but is now available to us. See, we've been living below our uh, station in life as Christians and God's calling us to come up higher. And then as we come up higher, we just learn, hey, man. I've got rivers of living water flowing out of me. I've got grace in my life. I could pray for people. I could be encouraging. I could smile. I could acknowledge people. I drove by a guy at the gas station across the street. He had a Mustang, blue Mustang. I, I, and I, I couldn't tell what year it was, but I liked the body style. I knew immediately it was a Mustang, Ford Mustang. So I drove it around, and I, I, I rolled down my window. He had a mask on. I had my mask on. I said, what year is your Mustang? He goes, uh, you know, it's, it's a 2007. I'm going to get rid of it. I said, man, I love it. He goes, I do too. <laughs> he goes, but I got to get rid of it. And, and he said, it's, it's got uh, hail damage. And, it, and I looked at it, it was dimply, and I thought, it's got character, man. He goes, yeah, it does have character. Well, my son asked me if I'd give it to him or sell it to him. But then, and then I got to live with it if it starts breaking down. You know, and, he, and, and, and I said, well, I like the lines on it. And he goes, I do too, man. Thank you. And I drove off, and I thought, God, I, I wanted to preach the gospel to this guy, but that's all God had me say to him. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I went away, and I thought, God, what was that about? And I felt like God, so I thought, did I fail? I felt like he just needed a boost. I mean, he's pumping gas into that car. He's about ready to part with it. He's grieving over it. And we just got to connect on it a little bit. And you know what? What if he was... He had just had a fight with his wife, or what if he's depressed? Or what if, you know, he's trying to come off of some prescription medication that's not right for him or something like that, and he's kind of just having a harder time in life? Just needed somebody to be kind to him? I mean, I'm not a big advocate in the silent witness, because I think at some point they need to know what we're about. But I, I think definitely as we go through life, especially now with this whole... Uh, 
it's sliding down your nose. It's, it's down your, sir, it's down your nose. It's like, oh, 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 sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I just was drinking water. Uh, oh. <laughs> you know, it, it's like, right? Hey, I like your Mustang. Thank you. Here's another thing too. This is a little add, add into this because I want you to overlay the manifold grace of God and wisdom of God over the manifold temptations, the manifold heaviness, the manifold diseases, the manifold oppression, right? Stop wasting your mental energy on gripes and post-mortem assessments. Uh, I, you know, there's this weird show on TV about uh, like as if this guy did an autopsy on Elvis or Tom Petty's. I don't want to know about that. That's, I don't want to know. That's weird. That's private, man. Just leave that. And uh, I also think that what's worse than that is when we go through life and get hurt, get rejected by somebody, somebody leaves, somebody hurts you, so whatever happens, and you think about it, push the reset button, play it over and over again and do a post-mortem assessment on it. We are to mortify the flesh and the stuff that's post-mortem, we're not supposed to keep doing reassessments on it. What we need to start thinking about uh, and start doing is uh, think on the lovely things, the good report things, the pure things, the praiseworthy things. Even in an hour right now where there's no objectivity in the communication lines of our world, and we can't really know what is not being uh, spin-doctored, so it's like, okay, God, I need to be civically conscious, and I need to have awareness. I need to know what's going on in my world. I want to be um, well-read and, and versed in what's going on. But I don't want to be manipulated, and I don't want to be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine and by all the strange, what did I say? Manifold and strange doctrines. In the church, we got to watch out for that. I've been in meetings where somebody's preaching along, and it's awesome. And all of a sudden, they morph into something that it's like, whoa! Yeah. And it's like, that part I'm not required to, to take. That part was, and, and we've got to watch out for that. We all stumble in what we say. So that's why Paul said, if I or an angel or somebody else comes along and preaches anything other than, you know, really watch out for it. Right? Okay? That's good. So we, in 2021, are going to let... Learn to have God's manifold wisdom and God's manifold grace overlay on all of the manifold heaviness and all the manifold temptations and every manifold disease. Listen, there's healing for every disease. His word is health to all our flesh. All those antibiotics and all those bags of medicine that those wonderful doctors deliberately put on that girl to save her life, um, Maybe one or two or none or none addressed what she was dealing with. But Bobby and I knew, thank God for that. And we're, thank God for that. And we prayed anointing on all of it. But man, God's word is health to all our flesh. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for this. Man, this is good. So listen, uh, every day, let's stand on these promises. Let's say, I just have a couple more things. Let me, let me just... Let me just tie this together, and then we're going to go into prayer. Let, let's look at Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 4 is another use of this word, poikilos. I, I keep mispronouncing it, but that's okay. It's just Greek to me. Poikilos. 
We have a cop that was born in Italy. Works, he's working tonight, taking care of us. And, and uh, when you greet him in Italian, you say "Buonanotte," "Ciao," "Buonanotte." Everybody say it, "Ciao," "Buonanotte." Yeah, very good. Uh, okay, so everybody say "Poikilas," "Poikilas," and it means multiple, various, variable, manifold. That's the word, manifold. You know the hymn, Great is Thy Faithfulness? It's one of my favorites. There's a line in there that says, join with all nature in manifold witness. And it's talking about sun, moon, and stars. That's because biblically, the creation declares the glory of God. The firmament declares the glory of God. The stars have names. I mean, and they're, dis- they're a display Uh, Romans chapter 1 says his invisible attributes and his divine power are clearly seen through what is made so that they're without excuse. So this song, the the hymn writer is saying, join with all nature in manifold witness. Listen, man, I pray all of you end up going and looking at the Dark Side of the Moon album cover, and that is your visual for this message. That light hits a believer and God intends to manifest variable hues in in manifold glory. And that's why I love the church. I love the liturgical church and I love the reformed brothers and sisters and I love my Baptist brothers and sisters. And I'm not just saying this to try to override some sort of prejudice. I truly do value the church. God put this in me when I was a teenager. I suppose because for now he wanted me to advocate ecumenism with basis, the basis of Jesus and the word and the integrity of the scriptures and and not compromising in cultic things and strange doctrines, but overlaying the mercy and the grace and the favor and the wisdom of God. It'll break down walls and it'll cause a tremendous unity and harmony in in the body of Christ. It'll cause a tremendous unity and harmony in you and me in our headspace. Who in here would like to have some unity and harmony just with yourself? Yeah. I would. I mean, isn't that sometimes where it's like a, bu- a conflicted bunch of the United Nations going in your own head with yourself? Cross-examining and can't self-canceling. They became as grasshoppers in their own sight, and so we were in their sight. I read that to you last week. Numbers chapter 13. But Caleb said, we shall by all means possess the land. Okay, so Hebrews chapter 2, this is a little warning here, uh, verse uh, 4, it says, uh, he says for this, in verse 1, For this reason we pay much closer attention to what we have heard so that we do not drift away from it. See, we've got to pay attention. My son, attend to my words. And we've got to stay with the word. For if the word spoken through angels proved unalterable and every transgression and disobedience received just penalty, how will we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? After it was at first, at the first spoken through the Lord, it was confirmed to us by those who heard. God also testifying with them, both by signs and wonders and by various miracles and by the gifts of the Holy Spirit, according to his own will. Now that word, various miracles, Manifold miracles and works of his power. Manifold. See, we trust God when we see the harshness of broken humanity. We're believing God for the overlay of the variable miracle manifestations of his power. Let's, as we look and see 
things that are going on. God, I pray you calm this storm. God, I pray you expose these lies. God, I pray you heal these people who've experienced loss. God, I pray you protect and preserve these important elements of our culture. God, help the education system, the family system, the church world, and, and, and help the business sector and the financial sector, art and entertainment, media, all these influences, science and art and, and uh, medicine. God, cover these, cover these, military, cover all these high points, Lord, that your glory will fill the earth. And in 2021, let's learn to overlay God's manifold wisdom, his manifold grace, all the man, on all the manifold temptations, on all the manifold diseases, on all the manifold and strange doctrine, so that the manifold wisdom of God might now be made known through the church to the rulers and authorities in the heavenly places. Dark Side of the Moon album cover, light comes into the prism, beautiful color comes out on the other side, Jesus touches your life, the manifestation of his glory starts filling the house. Everybody say manifold grace. Manifold. Say manifold wisdom. manifold wisdom. Now think about it. Heaviness through manifold temptation. That is what I wanna, I wanna, I wanna come against right now. This, I wanna actually pray that God will himself bear witness both with signs and wonders with manifold miracles and gifts of the Holy Spirit. I want you to lift up your hands with me because we're going to pray. Say this with me. I can cooperate with God. I hunger for His purposes. He is a supernatural God. He loves me. And I trust Him to help me in my situation. I forgive everybody. I lay aside all resentment. No post-mortems. I lay aside what's behind in order to press on to what's ahead. Help me, Jesus. I receive Jesus as my Lord, as my Savior, as my healer, as my Redeemer, as the lover of my soul. And I commit my heart to let his light shine through me, that it might glorify God and provide help and hope to others. Everywhere I go, right on time, in the blessings of God, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you guys. God bless you. Have a great night.